2: in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated
4: everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now.
0: Welcome to Couch and the Roo. Welcome to Couch and the Roo, presented by SkyMint, Premium cannabis, helping you to be better, live better, do better, be faster, be a better athlete. Treat your family better, everything, every damn day of your life. Go to SkyMint.com for location information throughout Michigan, including three in the Lansing area, and for daily specials, and there's always good stuff. Chase, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. So it can make me a better athlete, right, SkyMint? It, it's about... So del- I should take
1: some before a kickball,
0: which I-, I do anyway, but you know. Athletics at a certain point in your life is about delusion. It's so sad. But you are as happy as you are delusional, and how whatever Damn, it takes dude. to Write get there. That, that down. down. Yeah, it's impressive. That's like a shirt or a bumper sticker. Something you can put it on one of those posters they have in Dennis's office. That's it. You're as happy as you are delusional. Yeah. Brought to you by Skyman. Yeah. Last week during kickball, I saw my just
1: whole life flash before my eyes as my legs cramped up as I was running to first and got thrown out by a mile because I couldn't reach it. I'm like, God, that's really this is really the end. I can't be competitive anymore.
0: It's really I mean, every everything is about putting yourself in situations that make you happy. I had a situation this weekend. I'm at an open house, high school open house, only high school open house I have on the docket this year. Yeah. A lot of people, very few people I know there. I barely know the graduate. I know his mother. i uh, I, very good friends with his mother's brother who's there, and we're hanging out. Anyway, big crowd that doesn't know me. They don't know my stories. You know, I only have like three of them that aren't horrible. So the whole thing, people hear my voice for the first time. A lot of people I'm introducing, they're like, you have a really good radio voice. And I will say, oh, I have a really good radio face. You know, I'm able to come back with that. that it's a one, bit. It's, it's a great bit. The first, first seven times you hear it, it's right. a great bit. And so I did that to laughs every time, like three different tables, huge laughs, including oh boy. at the very end, I'm saying goodbye to the graduate, and I just congratulate him again, whatever. There's a table of people I haven't met, and a, a, a woman says that to me, and I make the line about, you know, the face for radio. The whole... Table just explodes in laughter. Wow. As I walk off towards my car. It was one of the great moments of my life. Jesus. And I realized like carrot top. I am considering doing with high school open houses of people I don't know like the movie Wedding Crashers. I'm not looking to hook up with people. I'm just looking for laughs of people who don't know my stories. That will actually listen to your stories. Correct. And not walk out yes. as soon as you get midway through one. So like I'm your wife does, yeah. Right, right. This is, this is my new thing because it, I felt so good. And then I went home. and. But and, didn't he give you douche chills after like the third time? No. I felt amazing. Bit, really? I just, I just, it's this. I got a face for radio, am my right? Hmm? Pause, <laughs> pause, pause. There was no pause. Just illicit laugh. Ah, it was, Graham couch. The last, the last laughter was an, ex- like it was a euphoria as I walked in my car. It was like a mic drop. Like Rodney Dangerfield. It was incredible. Taking over the room. So my advice again: delusion, right? Yeah. Find people you don't know. Find people who haven't heard the bit. Find people who don't roll their eyes and walk off like my wife when I start to tell a story. <laughs> find those people. Those are the best. Those are the best situations. It's Do a podcast fun. with great listeners. It's it's like have it's, different parody accounts. Or go play in a basketball game with people who are worse than you. Whatever it is, find the delusion in your life that makes you happy. And SkyMint can help get you there. That also was a story presented by our friends at Midtown Brewing Company, 402 South Washington in downtown Lansing. A reminder, on Mondays, Midtown Brewing 40, uh, sorry, 402 twenty percent off your tab. Don't tell them I said 40% off your tab because you're going to get an argument with the the wait staff and that's not cool. 20% off your tab on Mondays. Really cool deal. Really cool place. um, Great vibe. Terrific menu. Outstanding beer selection. couch said 40%, man. (laughs) That's right. What is this shit? What's up um, with that show, man? All right, you, are we ready to dig in our hot takes? For, you know boy? it. All right, why don't you go first?
1: Absolutely. You know I went to the game on Saturday, Saturday, the, the Detroit Tigers game. Not the early game that was a complete disaster, one nothing kind of bore fest. But before I get into my hot take, I want to preface it with this kind of a story that I feel is interesting, and I, it's bizarre. I don't know how it happened. Maybe Sky Mint had a part of this. But my friends, uh, Jordan and Sam, had tickets to – That Friday game that was rained out, that was ended up uh, the first game on Saturday, right? So they had tickets behind the plate. I got my tickets because my friend Jordan, he's like, well, where are you guys sitting on Saturday? And I sent him my tickets. We We had the exact same row, same seat tickets.
0: So somebody's selling those tickets, obviously. You got them secondary market? Different apps. He got his on StubHub. I went on SeatGeek. Doesn't matter. It's 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 the same sort of deal. It's the same person. So you're not gonna him.
1: shit on my parade. That's crazy. How did we order the same seats, the same row, without without talking to each other?
0: Because they're good that's seats. A, that's you not guys impressive. Are smart guys. That's
1: not impressive in the least.
0: Wow. All right, I guess we'll get to my eye. It's an oatmeal story. No, it's uh sorry. Is that an oatmeal it's, a story. Story? it's a good story. It's a good story. It's a story worth telling, presented by a Midtown Brewing Company. It absolutely is. I got an oatmeal story on the hotkeys here. It's three minutes. Debatable. <laughs>
4: Miguel waiting the 2-2, swing and a pop-up. Shallow sent a late break for Gordon, and now the ball's going to fall in front of Gordon. Scope around third, coming to the plate. Tigers win. Oh,
1: man. It was absolutely electric. Now, my friend Jordan that I mentioned went to the early game, and the ticket guys were saying there was going to be 30000 for this game. I'm like, no way. It was like a summer bash. A lot of the guys from the '84, '68 team were there. Jim Leland was there. It was really cool. But I have not been a part of a vibe like that at a Detroit sporting event in forever. And I think I'm addicted to it, Graham. I don't want to like. I know I'm going to over exaggerate this, but a part of me felt like this is the turn. This is the turn we need. I know the Tigers team right now is still whatever games under 500. But just for that moment, that Miggy blooper, everybody's like, oh shit! Then the place is going crazy. Phil Coke. I don't know how many Jaeger shots he had. He was banging on all this stuff up there in the in the booth. I mean, I don't know. It was just a, a great game, and gambling-wise had the Tigers' money line. Everything involved was absolutely great Saturday. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll stay it felt like that. First of all, we haven't seen crowds like that in a long time.
4: Well, in the then, first
0: game, there was barely anyone right, there. Right, but that was a makeup game, right? So, yeah. But the energy seemed incredible. The way they walked it off, the way they played. The whole weekend, you come off what was so impressive, and this, I'll stay with this on on my first hot take, because my f- first take is that the Tigers, I don't know that they're – we keep saying, well, they're not good, but, but at a certain point, you've played a couple months of winning baseball, and it was interesting. Sean Windsor was talking to, to Jim Leland about this, and Jim Leland says, once you play – two months of winning baseball isn't like an accident. You can't do that you know, and be really bad. Like, it just doesn't wow, happen. it depends on what teams you play. Well, that's that a big part as well. of it. So whether the Tigers are good or not is still debatable. But I would argue that neither is most of Major League Baseball. Most of Major League – like the Twins, who many people in baseball thought might win the division, absolutely suck. Right? So, like – I mean, bad, bad. Yeah. So they scored, like, one run all weekend. Right? I mean, they, they were awful. And, I mean, everybody made fun of me when I said Seattle – was um a 500 team they're like seattle they may barely be 500 but they're not really 500 well seattle right now is 50 and 44 and seattle's not good we just watched the tigers destroy them so how bad is baseball seattle's two and a half games out of the wild card my point would be that i, I think at some point in august there is a real chance I, the tigers aren't going to be the wild card this year because the 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 way it's set up They'd have to catch Tampa or Oakland. Unless they keep playing the Twins. Yeah, if it went one more down, you'd have a chance. They're nine and a half back right now. This was a great start. It was impressive when you lose four straight to close the first half and you think, oh boy, maybe they're going in the wrong direction. Maybe this is the slide again. To come out and punk the Twins like that, as impressively as they did with all their pitching issues. I'll say this. At some point in August, if they play this schedule right, because the schedule now – gets really, really interestingly light. It's Texas, then the Royals, the Twins again, and then the Orioles before they touch the Red Sox on August 3rd. They're, I mean, if they, if they play that well, and then it's, and then it's even though it's Red Sox-Indians, then it's and Orioles-Indians-A's, they struggle with Blue Jays, it gets tougher. There's a chance, though, at the beginning of August and they're going to have to play some good team well eventually. We're going to look up, and they're at least going to be in the conversation this year. They're going to be above five hundred, and we're going to look up and say they're in the conversation around five hundred. where when they do that little thing on the TV where they show the wild card standings, they're in it. They're four and a half back. They're but are we going to be back. talking about why didn't Al Avila make a move to no, try to get a
1: couple uh, bats uh, with uh, this team uh, around him? No. Now no. They're, they're poorly, they feel poorly. Yeah, so and that they, is one thing. And, and the, I don't know if they would do anything in the playoffs. But
0: their pitching's hurt right now. They're, they're not. This is not a it's team. Not you a build good team. But there's other teams worse than the Tigers. Is what we're totally. To Most of Major League Baseball apparently is in AAA. I don't know. I mean, you look at it. You're like, how How is this roster better than so much of baseball? Better than like I would like all the experts who thought the Twins were going to win to get on and explain how they could be so wrong. Either way, the Tigers have earned a big spend this offseason for a couple guys. There needs to be you a, have to. a couple salaries that total in forty million on the payroll this offseason, you go out and get some dudes because this team has earned it. And I think what they have the potential to be is, is absolutely they've earned it. And they're interesting. And they're, they're serving a fan base and a market that's craving winning right now. That so, was so
1: It was so fun to be a part of. And as we were driving home, I told Treese I'm like, imagine if that were the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the place was crazy. It was a playoff atmosphere. And I'm itching for
0: any Detroit team to get kind of back to that vibe. It was awesome. All right, I'll, I'll I'll go a different way, even though that was sort of one of mine. I'll, I'll I'll stay that that didn't count. I just was responding to you, not that I need to say that out loud to people. I always do that because I suck at this. Um, you got a voice for radio, that's right? right. <laughs> Your voice is good. My first hot take: There's a picture of Mark Dantonio, Mel Tucker, at Mike Sadler's celebration five year anniversary thing on. Um, Saturday that D'Antonio tweeted that's Tucker tweeted that's going around and there are a couple there are other pictures of the two of them together. D'Antonio looks relaxed; he looks comfortable. I, I think one that one thing that's interesting is he's sort of stayed away from the program. He's gotten away. He's let Tucker do his thing, but he's also sort of ingratiating himself back into the program very nicely. He doesn't seem insulted by the fact that. Tucker's turning over his roster that he struggled recruiting in the final years. I And I think when you see the response on social media from fans with Tucker and D'Antonio together seem to embrace each other in recent MSU football, that all the frustration of the end of the D'Antonio era is already beginning to wash away. And without having to do a press conference or talk to anybody. Right. He just looks like he's happy in retirement, and, and, he, and he still loves the program he helped to build. And I think – is we get further away from what was that year of MSU football and for a long time very good and that build that he had to get them to the Rose Bowl to go thirty six and five and all that stuff, how much that will be appreciated will will take will become the story. And he will be somebody who is viewed large will there be some everybody's gonna remember the missteps at the end. Were there a recruit he should not have chased? Yes. Was there some things that went wrong? Yes. Did it did it fizzle out? Yes. Was it time for him to leave? Yes. But all of that said, he will be so much more. The feeling of frustration that existed in that last year with everybody and, and him and, and him not seeming to recognize that and all, it, it feels like that is gone and that he will rise to a certain status and lore in the program having done something that nobody else had done, having arguably been the best coach in Michigan State football history. You know, the Duffy Doherty thing is, is there's an argument different times, all that stuff, certainly in modern times. Nobody comes close. What he did, and what he sustained, and what he tried to sustain, and we'll see if the next guy can come close and then try to sustain it. But it, and, and Mel Tucker, to his credit, there seems to be and now. Look, they know each other. I think that helps. But I, I just—it it was a good look, and and obviously those are the sort of functions where those things come together. But he's not completely staying away, nor is he in the way coming back too much. I like that he came back for the first game against Rutgers last year. They lost. Your dudes here are out here losing to Rutgers because this is who you recruited. But he's back there sort of taking his medicine with them. I like that he's back enough to still be part of things and to embrace what he built and his legacy but not be in the way. Not be, you, know, you, don't, you don't ever see a quote from D'Antonio out there going, I don't know what Mel's doing here. Fifteen, sixteen 16 transfers. <laughs> you don't see that. Yeah, that I, sounds like D'Antonio's Dan character. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I, it, it, it's just one of those things that you could tell by the responses on Twitter how much people want to love him again. Now that he's gone, that frustration is beginning to wash away, and the way he is viewed is different.
1: And a lot of fans get mad when they hear if a guy retires that his wife wanted him to retire, but look at D'Antonio and how healthy he looks. Yeah. Kind of reminds you when Obama got out of the White House, and like five months later, he looked like a new dude. So makes me think I should retire. Why not? I mean, tell the LSJ that.
0: My savings would get me through like August, you know. Maybe that. Yeah. I'm have to.
1: Yeah, I've been watching that show The Heist on uh, Netflix. Maybe
0: <sighs> we could come up with some sort of crime. Or we could just call call uh, Mark and Jay at, at North Coast Wealth Management. There you go. That's the play. Or really. start
1: taking my gambling picks. Could do that.
0: I'll go with Mark and Jay at North yeah, Coast. Yeah, that's probably smart. Better better play. Um all right, what is your second hot take?
1: Uh, Alex Verdugo is a outfielder for the Red Sox, and they had a series with the Yankees over the weekend, and it, and it was rainy. I think, I think the game was Saturday. Was that Saturday night? Anyway, he threw a ball into the stands at Yankee, Yankee Stadium And had the ball fired back by a young fan. The fan that I saw that was captured, he was very scared and very nervous. I don't think he expected this. He didn't seem like a bro. He seemed like a young kid. Anyway, Major League Baseball banned him from all 30 parks for life. Seems excessive, doesn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's for a first-time offender. Now, I don't know if he's throwing other balls at other players. But still, my thought was, I have a feeling. I think I could get this guy into Comerica.
0: Well, you could. You like, sec- I, I don't know how do you how do you rule this secondary market. You can do whatever you want. He'll be able to get into places. The question I have though is, was his intent to hit him? And that's a good throw. I mean, because otherwise, what they've been doing at Wrigley Field forever, throwing it back, including a, a, a movie rookie of the year, yeah. is all about. doing are you supposed that? to throw it like kind of away from a player. You're not supposed to throw at the player. You sure not. No. It see it does seem excessive. Like I, I think I think a five year ban would have done it, done the trick. And, uh, and and been fair. Because you can't have players out there not knowing if the people are going to throw balls at them when their backs turned. I mean, I get that. Now, the same friend, I know this might be another bad story,
1: Jordan, again, was banned from Ford Field until he wrote a letter to, I don't know, Ford Field, someone at Ford Field apologizing for his
0: behavior, or he was banned. I feel like if if this kid wrote, he should definitely be banned for the year. Maybe next year. But I feel like if he writes a letter to the club, and to the player he threw it at, that there should be some leniency at some point. I understand we're in, in, a, in a stage. I'd in find a-, a
1: new team. i just move. Screw that. Well, but he's be not, a Pirates fan, no one's going to know you're, you're there anyway.
0: <laughs> that is a story we're telling. Jordan's story always presented by our friends at Midtown Brewing Company. All right, my second um, hot take. I thought about this as the news came out that Minnesota point guard Marcus Carr transferred to Texas to play for Chris Beard, which is a loaded roster, and they're going to be very good with him there. Name, image, and likeness, though, is going to change the transfer portal. And it'll change it in lots of different directions, lots of different ways. But guys like Marcus Carr are never again going to transfer to Texas. You're not going to leave Minnesota where you're like the four-year starting point guard and you might have something going on for you a year from now. To go to a football school that doesn't give a rat's ass about basketball where you're one of, they're bringing in big recruits, you're one of three transfers, whatever you are. It's not your ability to make money off name, image, and likeness in Minneapolis as the star it would be greater than Texas. It's going to help alleviate certain things in the transfer portal. Other people, like a, a guy like Tyson Walker, who's coming to Michigan State, if he was at, now he's at Northeastern, right, pro City at a mid-major where there's probably very little for him there. Going to Michigan State, that, that move's going to happen. It's going to be very hard for a school like Northeastern to hang on anybody decent. But a kid like that at a higher mid-major that's in a basketball crazed town, you know, Wichita State's not really a mid-major anymore. But you know what I mean? Like a place like that, you'd make a... Nobody's ever going to leave Wichita State. Never going to do it. Wichita State's name, image, and likeness is going to be great in hoops. There are going to be certain places... Where the town is so crazed for the sport, that being a star there beats the heck out of anything else. Certainly, going to a football school as a basketball player, I I think I think this is. But is, is gonna, the money going to be there, though? Well, we're, we'll find out. But I think you're more marketable, Marcus Carr in Minneapolis than he is in Austin. Hmm. I think people won't give a shit about him in Austin. It'd be great that he helps them yeah. win, but he'll be new too. Like you don't get the same. I, I think this is a this will change the finances of it a little bit. And, and, or, and I think this will change the portal in interesting ways because for some kids, they'll be at places where it's like, there's nothing here. Or I'm the fourth guy here. I'm waiting to see the first kid who realizes, wait a sec, I'm the fourth dude at Kansas, and there's stuff here for me. But what if I'm number one at Wichita where the fan base is literally crazed? Is that a better spot for me? I don't know. I think there are going to be kids who will make some decisions this way. And, but the, the Marcus Carr thing to Texas, I don't think will ever happen again after this year. And I think that's an image in like situation. But well,
1: Texas has a guy like Matthew McConaughey and I know it's not donor related, but I guarantee you there's donor money that's going to slip through the cracks and these guys are going to get it. Can you? And by the way, you're going to live in Austin and not Minnesota. Well, they're both I'd great rather, cities.
0: I'd, I'd, to yeah. you, I'd rather live in Austin. Yeah, I like Austin too. I love Minneapolis. I'm not uh, The city's things are washed to me. Uh, less sweat in Minneapolis that wins. But um, and Matthew McConaughey is going to be the governor anyway in about a, you know a few months I think. So um, anyway, that that just came to my mind. I wanted to share it because I just thought this is as soon as I saw that I'm like, right now this might be the last year a kid from who's the star at Minnesota transfers to be a key cog at a place like Texas. What's
1: your third hot take? Oh, we're on three. Okay. Uh, New York Post article, Graham, I don't know if you saw this, but athletes, the uh, Olympics are coming up. Athletes to sleep on an anti-sex cardboard bed at Olympic Games amid COVID to try to stop athletes from banging each other. I didn't see this. Is that serious? Yeah, it is serious. How I mean, you want to be flexible. and You don't want to wake up with a stiff back. That's horrible. That's what I mean. We're, We're talking about Olympic athletes. I was thinking about the sex part first. Of course, you'd think about the games first. I mean- Whoever invented this cardboard bed obviously only has missionary sex their whole life. You're telling me that's the only way you can have sex is on a bed. Is that what we're doing here?
0: Well, in, in worst case, the whole point
1: of, of testing that, them to create this bubble was who cares once they're in the bubble if they if they have sex. But who cares? Yes, it doesn't matter. Is it? it they're trying to say it's a
0: COVID reason, but you're the COVID king. Can it be transmitted sexually? No. Well, the, well, I mean, I guess yeah, absolutely. You oh, it can. I mean, not like the same way a sexually transmitted disease, but if you're all over each other, absolutely. Yeah. So don't be all over each other. But I mean, a cardboard, but but back to
1: your point, though, even forget about the sex. You have these athletes that are trained for years to get to this point, and you're going to put them on a cardboard
0: bed. There shouldn't be. They have like seven tests in like different stages just to get into the village. Once they're in the village, there should be no more COVID tests for the length of the Olympics if they get in. Because that's where these are getting all. You're seeing all these positives come out beforehand. That, that that's absolutely ridiculous. And no, you see uh, Toyota today pulled their sponsorship from the Olympics because people in Japan so don't want these to go on. They're so unpopular the Olympics mm. that sponsors over there don't want anything to do with them. It's. I'm, I'm very curious to whether this goes on. I think they because will. They they so feel people money. won't watch them, or they, no, they think that their consumer base over there will be will be angry at them they don't want to be, they don't want to be part of the controversy oh boy
1: but uh also in the article the the 2016 olympics that were in rio de janeiro brazil apparently they handed out 450 thousand condoms there yeah. which yeah. kind of seems like a little high number sounds like wilt chamberlain numbers to me but just why are we trying to regulate people what what you're doing
0: first of all these are all beautiful people that are in the best shape of their lives let them be around beautiful people and the ugly sex. people have sex too ugly people need to have fun I
1: know. Who cares? I don't know. So anyway, that that was my hot take, whatever it was. All right, my th- cardboard bed, the worst invention <laughs> yeah. since the water bed.
0: My third hot take, and this is a, this is an add on, I right, just for the for the record, because it was a tiger's hot take earlier, but the other thing I thought about with you're seeing with Name Image and Likeness right now is shows like ours and you're seeing podcasts, you're seeing fan sites, and you're seeing deals with uh, where players are paid for interviews. And this is a reminder to other people hosting podcasts and the people who consume podcasts and stories. If a player's, if if you're paying a player for an interview, you're not a journalist. You're just not. And if you're reading a story or listening to an interview where that player was paid to be on there, you should understand that. Now, I'm not saying this isn't going to become the norm, I have conflicted feelings with it. I you know, I don't have a problem with Tom Brady having a paid appearance every week on a radio station. We're not gonna do it here because the LSJ would flip their shit if I was paying for interviews. I paid for it. We can yeah. get around that. We're, we we not do it. And plus you're just not gonna ask hard edge questions. You're not gonna everything's gonna have to be this fluff crap. And you're not gonna you're not gonna get truly too I mean But if, I'm not paying for that then. You're not gonna pay for that interview you got to open
1: up and you got to give me something for if I'm going to pay for this deal, right?
0: Yeah, in this country you don't pay for you don't pay for interviews. I mean, Brady
1: can pull that off because he's Tom Brady. But re- not many players can re-
0: demand to, get, to be paid for a weekly interview. If it starts happening, my retort is going to be I'm not asking you a question unless you pay me. <laughs> Fuck you. Good luck with that. I the, the, don't the, the, I hope this thing doesn't become a big deal the the pay I mean I, I a fan site wants to do it that's fine that's what a fan site is. I mean that's if if you have the money and the means to do it whatever but just know that the second you pay for an interview the journalist part of you is is, is gone that's not that's not who you are anymore damn and that's that's just what that is it's a lot of pressure it is it is all right uh let's take a really quick break here and when we come back we will dig into uh your hot take. Some great stuff as always this week. Couch in the Roo presented by SkyMint Premium Cannabis.
1: Wherever you are on your cannabis journey, let Sky Mint Premium Cannabis be your guide, your friend, and your place. Whether you're curious about cannabis or a seasoned connoisseur, Sky Mint's knowledgeable staff will help you with a vast selection of products to choose from to fit your needs. Sky Mint believes access to the best cannabis helps people do good and feel good, so they grow it right here in Michigan, giving you high-quality, locally grown cannabis at highly accessible prices. Visit skyMint.com for special offers and location information throughout Michigan and use the promo code. Code Couch and Rube twenty for twenty percent off your first visit. Sky Mint Cannabis—you'll love this place. Where else can you cheer on your team? Enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi. Sip on handcrafted cocktails or one of forty-six beers on tap. Take your game day or date night to Cask and Company Kitchen Bar or Front Forty Three Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Caskin Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. Trust matters, especially when it's your money. Mark and Jay at North Coast Wealth Management work hard to build a relationship of trust by providing thoughtful, objective guidance and placing your interests first. Invest with knowledgeable financial advisors who are on your side. Call today and tell them you're a friend of the show for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation. 248-626-2000 and ask for Mark or Jay. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. If you're looking for a relaxed vibe, great food, and an outstanding beer selection, Midtown Brewing Company in downtown Lansing is your place. Enjoy their famed chicken and waffle fries, fish and chips, or any of their delicious burgers or salads. Midtown Brewing Company also offers 40-plus beers on tap, including ciders and seasonal offerings and daily happy hour specials. The spacious and cozy vibe makes Midtown Brewing Company a perfect place for a beer with a friend, a work lunch, or to watch the games on its big screen TVs. If you'd rather eat at home, Midtown Brewing Company offers a terrific carryout menu and free delivery on orders of $20 or more. Visit MidtownBrewingCompany.net or stop by 402 South Washington in downtown Lansing for the Midtown Brewing Company experience.
0: Find
3: Couch in the Rube podcasts on Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify,
2: YouTube, Facebook, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and the Rube's favorite, Podcast Addict.
0: Couch in the Rube presented by Skyman Premium Cannabis. Make skymint part of every weekend, every day of your life. Jason, how much Sky Mint did you have this past weekend?
1: Like in milligram form or like actual gummies? Actual gummies. Oh, man. I probably would have 10 come in a bag. I probably had a bag and some more. <laughs> Is that pretty standard weekend? No, we went to the Tigers game, so I did get a little juiced. I drove there, so Trees drove back. So to celebrate my Moneyline Tigers win, I took a 20 milligrams on the way home and told some funny stories the trees the trees find them all? funny oh god yeah 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 yeah
0: that's beautiful I, I i i mixed in a joint pre-rolled is i'm trying my new wedding crasher style thing at high school open houses where they don't know me so that they, they haven't heard my humor before as is, 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 if you missed the beginning of the pod and um <laughs>
1: how would you have not heard that joke before though <laughs> i might uh was it like a, a polite laugh
0: no it was a, it was like you have a I, great voice, man. Th- this is radio. my crew. Like th- These people didn't, had never heard the face for Radio joke. This is my crew. <laughs> I want these people all the time. And and so I'm wondering if I up it, if I add some skymint, do I get funnier or do I just think I'm funnier? Because, again, this is all about my delusion. It's all about me feeling like the mic drop as I walk away, feeling great about myself. I mean, I drove away from that place on a high. Not one person, I'm not saying recognize you, but it didn't come up in conversation
1: what your profession was? I don't think they knew who I was. No. Wow, you didn't say, don't you guys know who I am?
0: I mean, no, no, I'm mean, I, I, Rico beard, and Makes
4: maybe you know that am, maybe so. that's not
0: good for the Lanting State Journal in terms of our our diverse reach because most of this um, open house was black people, mm. so maybe they just don't know me as well. Or maybe they just have better senses of humor and appreciate it. Maybe I've been hanging out with, you know, too many of the wrong people, too many white people. I doubt that. You're diverse. You're woke Couch. All right, let's dig into these uh hot takes. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. Eric Schultz up first. Number one, if MSU goes seven and five like Graham predicted on Friday, build the Mel Tucker statue. Two, despite the fact that Booker will lead all scores, the NBA season ends tomorrow night. And three, East Lansing has the most ludicrous bulk item yard sale, <laughs> yard waste pickup policy, and it encourages people to illegally dump their crap. I agree with Graham's opinion of Metro Detroit, but they do the services as well as recycling way better.
0: I love, I just love when something's like just eating people up that we provide. Eric's that right, man. Yeah.
1: Especially like in Ovid. I mean, where do you recycle? Where can you recycle? Like, where do you recycle styrofoam? Well, th- that's we, try, a, we have a bunch of styrofoam.
0: You can take it to it. There are places you can take it. Like we, That happens with styrofoam. Where? Uh, I looked it where. up. I yeah. looked up at Granger doesn't take it. No, a lot there's, of, there's a place that does it, though. Um, I forget where. It's oh, There's a place that does it over in Delta Township. you got to act like you're a Delta Township resident, but they'll take it.
1: I have to fake? I have to lie to people well, yeah, just to get rid of my First of all, I have to drive to Delta Township, lie, to get rid of my styrofoam. Delta Township. I'm going to set it, gonna set it on far. fire. I'm
0: going to burn it. Delta Township's not far. It's like right From there. From Ovid? You grew up in Delta Township. In Ovid? From Ovid? Yeah, but nothing's in Ovid. They're not going to have recycling in Ovid. They don't even they have do regular have recycling. They
1: do have recycling in Ovid. They just don't recycle anything that we have. Right. They, it's like
0: tin. And they tell you they're recycling. And then it's they like just, siding in tin is what they recycle. Yeah, and they dump it all in a hole and tell you they recycled it. That's what they do in Ovid. It's not <laughs> real recycling in, in, in Ovid. Okay, so here, great here, city. here's the question. Yeah. If MSU goes 7 and 5, it says build the Mel Tucker statue. What what I don't know from Eric here is does that mean this was just an amazing year or that he has turned it fast enough that that's where it's headed, right? What's your imp- who did he beat? Well, in no those what, seven wins though as what, well. What, well, I mean if he beats Michigan again, it's a tough enough schedule. But if if that yeah, I mean if they go seven and five, again I we just have no. I mean I never have an idea, right? I pick them to go ten and two and they don't. But I, I'm saying we just have no idea what they're going to be. At certain places, because the year that the offensive line is finally decent, it's going to catch everybody off guard. Because we just haven't seen it in so long that you can't predict it. Right? So you, you just, and that changes the whole season. Last year, I thought the defense was going to be atrocious, and it was okay at times. And I think they're going to be good a couple places: receiver, quarterback, running back. You know, if maybe with all these transfers, they're okay on defense again, and all of a sudden they're a seven and five team. I don't know if it's the Mel Tucker statue time because I'll say this: there are a lot of you know Nick Saban had trouble getting over that seven and five type hump when he was at Michigan State. I think it's one thing to build the team at MSU to the seven and five range. At MSU, you ought to, in time, go seven and five regularly, just about every year at least. That ought to be your floor, like it was for D'Antonio, frankly. So how long it takes him to get that there? D'Antonio was up there real quick after the John L. Smith year. I don't think seven and five is is all that hard to do um now this schedule six six is so it will be above 500 because it's six home six road games but uh, i don't think that's it, all out of the realm of possibility nine or ten wins though definitely statue time
1: gavin Hossop next number one tigers are making the playoffs <laughs> oh, gavin two MSU football goes eight and four with losses to ohio state miami indiana and penn state and three, the Drew Holiday steal in Aliyup to Giannis is a top 10 play in NBA playoffs history.
0: Says the 15 year old. <laughs> <laughs> who remembers five of them, probably. It was an amazing play. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he was right there. Was, uh, look, first of all, am I the only one who has been on the other end of that enough in my life that I felt bad for book dunked done? Not only have I oh, been dunked I've had the ball strip for me in games and key moments in pickup games where like somebody just comes and rips it from you. You're like, what is that? Are we doing that now? Yeah, but what was your key moment? This is the NBA Finals. You're just playing a morning pickup game. Right, but you're delusion. You take it intensely. That's intense. true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you got to feel it. you got to believe it. By the way, my claim if I was Booker is, you know how they, they, they showed that um, the ball go out of bounds off one of the players in an earlier round where like when you slow it down, even though the other guy knocked it out... it. Went off the guy who was dribbling his hands because technically it would have touched his fingers barely last, even though the other guy clearly pushed it from his uh, – what was that? Uh, that was
1: Tears for Fear. Sorry,
0: go okay. ahead. Push it from his hand. If I were Devin Booker, I would say there's no way he didn't touch my hand. Technically, that's a foul. There's no way you did that 100% cleanly without fouling me.
1: And speaking of – this is what I was trying to play, but speaking of Booker, did you hear the question, the last question as Chris Paul is sitting there?
0: Obviously, a really tough loss. Devin, how frustrated
1: are you uh, for Chris right now? Next, next question, please. <laughs> what kind of, Chris Paul's sitting next to him. He's like looking at Devin Booker. He's like, what is this?
0: How frustrated Terrible. are you for Chris? Was yeah.
1: A- because everybody at, is asking about Chris Paul apparently in so, a lot of right. the interviews. And would you feel good for Chris if he won an NBA championship? So that was the guy's first question.
0: The guy I'm going to feel good for if he does it is Giannis because he's been a freaking beast. And And that's another
1: thing. Why do people always say, you know, in Twitter, I I know I'm making a bigger deal out of it than it probably is, but, oh, everybody, why do people hate Giannis? Nobody hates Giannis. Giannis? I've never heard anyone say a bad word. I don't know if he's a top-five player, but.
0: If you hate Giannis, you're you're probably a jerk.
1: And, by the way, you know, people always ask, like, do you and Graham uh, hang out or talk at all over the weekend? Uh, Yeah, we did, and I said uh, it was 11 o'clock on Saturday night I go uh, Chris Middleton any chance he wins MVP? No. And that was our conversation. Oh, <laughs> <All> weekend? <laughs> Cuz I I just was thinking, you know, 11 to 1 on MVP odds.
0: I I just Sprinkle. Giannis Giannis is Giannis is a guarantee. In fact, I, so. I looked at one point where the odds for Giannis to win the MVP were worse or, be- or better, I should say. Than they were for the Bucks to win the title, so it was almost like it wasn't even it had no value to mm. take that pick whatsoever.
1: Nick Palmer up next, number one. Phil Steele has MSU finishing last in the division for football. They'll at least beat Maryland. Two, the Pistons uh, should get the best deal for the number one pick. Killian Hayes isn't a bad point guard. And three, as a native Uper, it amazes me that people can't say pasty.
0: That's the first time you've gotten that right. Well,
1: because I said it wrong the last time, and I remember it, so I said pasty,
0: pasty. Do you know what it is? It's pasty, right? right? Yeah, it's pasty. I don't eat that shit. It's so good. I know pasty. So, so much sodium, but so good. Uh, first of all, a couple, couple I, I, one and two, I want, I want to address here. Um, Phil Steele, and I don't want to disparage Phil Steele, because but I'm going to. The, I'm going to. The man does an awful lot of work, and he does it all himself, and it's. For a lot of years, it's been sort of the college football bible. Other than the fact that it's not in English, uh, it's like with abbreviated one. I mean, it's a hard it's a hard read, even though it's a lot of good information. The bigger issue now is, as we get to the transfer era, is it's just it's going to be hard for him to be on top of things. It, it it becomes less and less reliable, and I don't think he knows shit either. And it's not, I've seen lots of people pick MSU low. I would pick MSU low too. Like if you're one of these national magazines. And you're looking at the the division. Penn State, who Phil still thinks is going to be was was going to have is going to be improved and was you know is a little underrated. You got Ohio State, you know Michigan. Obviously, it was down last year, but are you going to take Michigan State over Michigan right now? Indiana's up. Rutgers beat them. Maryland's hard to tell. like. Where do you put Michigan State if you're a national person? The problem is Michigan State has like 16 transfers, so it. It is a difficult question, and I also think MSU played last year, most of it, with their best quarterback who was on the roster on the sidelines. But is it difficult for Phil Steele? Because like you said, you don't know. You, f- you
1: cover the team. If you're Phil Steele, you're looking at, it, you're just going to pick them to finish last, and if they surprise people, not many people are going to predict Michigan State to do much. So if you're Phil Steele, just leave
0: them at the bottom. If you're Phil Steele, you're probably looking at the roster, sands transfers, almost. You know a few of them. You know the early enrollees. You know, but this will help. But you're not. You don't have a grasp of things, and uh, and they went two and five last year, and they got beat forty nine to what seven against, um, Iowa. They they there they were games where they were just completely outclassed. So it depends what you saw too, and and what your, um, so you know I, I, by the way, I did not address Gavin's. Eight and four lost to Ohio State, Miami, Indiana, and Penn State. So he's going to still beat Michigan. I mean, eight and four, like all that is possible. It's just, we just don't know. And I know I sound like a, a, a if you want a, a smarter take than that, it's the it's the most honest one I can give because I've never covered a team with this many uh, unknowns, but like guys who could legitimately help them right away. But we just don't know how it's all going to work and, 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 and how it's going to look. And what we don't really know enough about Mel Tucker as a head coach yet and, and how that's all going to go. Uh, the other part I want to get into with Nick's thing is the Pistons should get the best deal for the number one pick. Killian Hayes isn't a bad point guard. I think they like Killian Hayes. I think they think Killian Hayes and Cade Cunningham can play together. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having two guys that can handle the ball and work on ball screens. And I, I, I don't think this is anti-Killian Hayes going with this pick. Um, and if you do move the pick and Jalen Green's the guy you want, there's only one team to move it to, and it's it's Houston, because you can only go down one spot. And so what do you get back from Houston? Is there enough there? And maybe there is. It depends what your evaluation of Jalen Green is. I think they take Kate Cunningham.
1: Maybe, maybe. Up next, number one, Luana Simon did more for MSU football than George Perlis. Two, MSU can't win big unless Mel becomes the face of the program. Fortunately, he's doing that. Four oldies like baby, like the baby boomers who love them and need to be retired, the sun has set on the wanderer and build me up, Buttercup, and Kokomo. Fuck that song! I was on SiriusXM last night. When I was doing dishes. I'm like, get enough of Beach Boys and
0: Kokomo. No one wants to hear Kokomo ever again. No, no. I, there are certain songs you're like. There are certain songs I still like. I still like when a crowd gets into Sweet Caroline. You know? Do you? You like the wave? I hate the wave because you keep standing up and I'm like, oh, my, fuck my beers here. My what? Hot but dog, I think
1: man. Sweet Caroline's only good if you're like hammered though. If you're drunk, sure. it's fun. If you're sober and you're sitting, this you're like, fuck, I hate this song. I'm just saying, the Beach Boys, great band. I get that, historical and all that shit. But Kokomo, yuck. Uh,
0: uh, hold on, what the Luana? She's probably right on, on on. I mean, Mel needs to become a star for MSU to get where. It wants to go like he has to be a guy that people really want to play for and a real. Fa- and she's totally right. What do you what, mean
1: by star though? Like what would he have to do? Just a household.
0: Well, but he personally has to become a household name, like Mel Tucker. When people think of MSU football, they think of Mel Tucker. Yeah. Right now, they probably still think of Mark Dantonio, like national spotlight kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now, Luana did more for MSU football than George Perlis. She certainly was big on. as a part of this. Uh, when did she start there? She was big in on the Dantonio hire, so. That's, that's something more than, more than Perlis.
1: Chris Eslick up next. Number one, Graham told me he hoped I had a good weekend on Sunday. This must have been a peace offering after nearly telling meteorologists to suck it on Friday. Two, there aren't many times I've been more relieved in life than not being an NBC affiliate for the ABC affiliate. ABC affiliate for the 2017 MSU Michigan game. Lansing and Flint stations had to break in during the game while I only had to interrupt 48 hours. Still, some viewers uh, still upset some viewers, but not nearly as many insulting, hateful emails. Three, uh, while there is some adrenaline to covering bad weather, and I do have a, a job to do during tornadoes, I do feel bad interrupting sporting events, especially big ones for the people unaffected. Hopefully, someday we can interrupt coverage on a more localized basis. And a bonus take July show idea read a meteorologist's inbox after a blown forecast.
0: Some spicy takes in those emails. I'm guessing so. When you fuck up a forecast, thousand, <laughs> please send them. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you could forward a few, you can retract names or we won't put the names of people. We will just get in that. Would we would love to do that segment, Chris? If you can, maybe we'll reach out to some meteorologists. And we'll
1: I, he's telling the truth because when I worked for Channel 10, and if Jeopardy wasn't on, if something went over Jeopardy, yeah. 15 calls. Yeah, someone would have to get on the phone.
0: Oh, I I hear the 60 Minutes with the NFL oh, and all the, sure. the, the 60 Minutes crew, the people who love that show. Uh, really, really uh, struggling. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the localized thing would be good, and I did wish him. Uh, uh, he, he, he put out a picture. This is picturesque lake picture with the sun. Set. It was, it was clearly a forecast that he specially ordered up, and uh, so we had a little, little bit of a conversation about that. I, I, um, now with the apps, though, usually whatever channel you're watching, whatever game it is, you can find that game another way nationally. And you can get away from the local channel, so that that's the one thing I would tell people: if you get stuck with a an inconvenient weather, I don't really
1: mind that, Chris. I just mind the you know the dial-up sound that scared my dog more than the thunderstorms did. Of the National Weather Association trying to tell me in a weird kind of voice, you know,
0: scary.
1: Yeah, no, I scared my dog.
0: I'm with you. I I appreciate the candor. It is fun having Chris in our life here because we get we get a real sneak peek into. uh, what that what that world what that world is um john crager up next bo mcjunkins luke hunter david jackson dark Antonio, Kenchu, ken chu peasy graham carpenter mr ben jen spartan johnny kenneth roberts so on and so forth many more of your hot takes our monday show all shows presented by skyman premium cannabis
3: This is Mary Stucco with Education Unfiltered. Education is so important, and it doesn't mean you have to have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or a PhD. It's really about what is best for you and what you need to take, whether it's a certificate or studying something in the trades or you need an associate's degree to further develop yourself. There's a great opening for people at all ages and at all stages of life who are looking to go back into education and redevelop themselves. Check out my latest podcast with Central Michigan University's Actuarial Science Program. Like and subscribe to Spotlight Podcast on our YouTube and Facebook pages and watch all my episodes. Or you can listen in on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play by simply searching Education Unfiltered. This is Mary Stucco. See you soon with more conversation on Education Unfiltered. When it's your moment, that once-in-a-lifetime moment, you don't just want jewelry. You can get that anywhere. You want a memory that will go down in history, your history, your moment. We're meadowar, crafted with exquisite style, quality, and love, so your present will be stunning every time you look at it, every time someone notices it, and they will notice. We've devoted our lives to this art, and we're proud to share it with you. The gift you want to give is here.
2: Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Ogamus Jackson, Portage, and Brighton. Live
1: across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields.
4: Great to be with you, Michael Patrick. You're the show I would want to be on. Forget those other ones. Michael Patrick, it's always a pleasure to be on the air with the KMB Airways. Thanks for having me on again.
2: <laughs>
4: That's a very good
2: question. Those are all great questions. Good morning. Thank you.
1: Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields.
2: DC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Wall Street is sharply lower amid inflation fears. The Dow dropped more than 600 points after the opening bell. The sell-off is also being driven by investor worries that a rebound in COVID-19 cases could slow economic growth. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham says Republicans should take a page out of the playbook of Texas Democrats and leave town if need be. Mark Mayfield explains. He said he would leave D.C. if it meant it would stop the spending package that Democrats are considering. The Republican told Fox News Sunday morning futures, he'd use every legal move in his toolbox to prevent rampant inflation. Democrats have a rough agreement on a $3.5 trillion spending package. Graham said he supports the $950 billion package to improve the nation's infrastructure. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos will try and make history this week. Just over a week after billionaire Richard Branson flew to the edge of space, the world's richest man will attempt a similar trip aboard his own rocket. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Michael Patrick Shields here with Matt Rhodes at Dusty's Cellar. 2020's gone. There's some things I won't miss, but there sure are some things here I want to hold on to. Yeah, as
0: unusual as 2020 was, there'll be one concept for 2021, and that our 6 for 60 Wine club is going strong, and we'll continue to do so for the upcoming year.
2: I know you added some options, the Pinot Grigio, the Rosé, Parducci, and all the reds and whites and mixed. Going to do the same this year?
0: Absolutely. We'll carry on with all the variations of the club we offered this past year, and we'll be looking for more creative new club ideas as the year goes on.
2: i I do like those top shelf, top 100 selections. You have over 100 wines offered at $15 or less, but they're all highly rated by a wine publication. Will you keep that up?
0: Absolutely. 100 wines, red, white, rosé, dry, sweet, whatever your taste, we'll have a
2: wine for you at $15 or less. A highly rated wine, a great value. Cheers. And you can join me in the Dusty Cellar 6 for 60 Wine Club. Just pop on DustyCellar.com and have a look or go on into the store on Grand River in Okemos, just a little east of the Meridian Mall. Cheers,
4: Michael. I'm Tony Cuthbert with your Spotlight Sports Update. Willie Peralta threw seven scoreless frames as the Tigers shut out the Twins 7-0 at home. The right-hander limited Minnesota to only four hits to pick up his third win. Jonathan Scope and Jamer Candelario each homered and drove in three runs for Detroit. The Tigers continue their homestand beginning a series with the Rangers tonight. The NHL released the Red Wings protection list ahead of Wednesday's expansion draft. Detroit opted to protect seven forwards, three defensemen and one goalie. Among the surprises left exposed by the team were defenseman Troy Stetcher and forward Vladislav Nemesnikov. Stetcher carries a $1.7 million cap hit on the final year of his two-year deal signed in October of 2020. Nemesnikov struggled in his first year in Detroit, recording only eight goals and nine assists in 53 games played. And And Colin Morikawa was the winner of the Open Championship at Royal St. George.
2: What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward,
4: unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Roo.
0: Welcome to Couch and the Roo, presented by Skyment Premium Cannabis. Time for hour two of our Monday show. Also, if you're in the Bay City area, there is a, a new Skyment downtown store opening. Thirty percent off all THC products. So. In the Bay City area, SkyMint is coming to you. Also, throughout the state, shakedown prices on mini buds SkyMint half ounce, $99. SkyMint one ounce, $160. SkyMint Sky Mint and DNA half ounce, $125. And also, at all times, you can use the Couch and the Rube promo code, Couch and Rube20, for 20% off. If it's a better deal than you get with whatever they're putting together for you there, they'll give you our deal, Couch and Rube20 whenever you go to a Skyman location, three in the Lansing area and many more throughout Michigan. Are you ready to dive back into these hot and takes? And Skyman
1: East Lansing, Jason Nick the Rube will see you soon because I'm kind of out after the, this uh, fun weekend. Uh, John Crazier up next. Number one, there are way too many beer choices for a small-town beer tent. Keep it simple. I don't care about Bud Light having nine different seltzer flavors, Bud, Bud Light, Bush Light. If you can't pick from those, then don't come to a beer tent like John uh two dealing with drunk people when completely sober sure makes you hope that you don't act like that when you are drunk yourself some people go beyond obnoxious
0: did he know you when you used to drink
1: he might have yeah, i don't know yeah 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 a lot of funny in there though uh three i think msu football will surprise uh, teams this year i would say a 2010 or 2017 surprise not a stellar defense but the offense will do enough to pull up pull off a couple upsets
0: so 2010, we're talking about a Big Ten championship, even though it was a co-championship and, and you know didn't result in a, in a major major bowl game. Uh, 2017 Holiday Bowl ten and three that look and they nine and three in the regular season. They pull off that sort of year. The, the thing that I think is going to be hard this year is I I think if they get to a nine and three team, they're going to really legitimately have to do it. Number one, they're playing one less home game than usual, and I, I think that's a bigger deal than people realize. Especially, you know, home crowds and college sports are, are really important. Now, some teams um, strangely wind up better on the road or, or they're more focused on the road. So it's not it's not an every year type of deal. Um, but there's, I mean, there, there are games in there. Like even the Western Kentucky game is a game when you read more about their team. That, that's a team that could, you know, it's a night game early October. I don't know. it, it there's some games in there that I think are going to be challenges. There are also games, teams that are perpetually overrated like Miami, Florida. And maybe this is Miami's year that it all comes together, but just as likely this is the year Michigan states offensive line comes together Cause when you can't ever you can never trust Miami Florida, so there's a noon game on the road in, in mid September who who the hell knows um so uh, John, John will take your prediction, and even when I'm on
1: SkyMint still dealing with drunk people, I still get kind of annoyed, but I feel like since I've done it to a lot of people, I have to kind of take it
0: you know what if like what, have you ever been told like i mean Therese was around you a lot when you were drunk before. A thousand percent. Yeah. And she still wound up with you. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? Because
1: I wasn't, like, a terrible person all the time when I was drinking. I know that you, just because I told a couple stories and I told, or I chanted, fuck Graham Couch at Cody's wedding and probably offended your wife in some a matter of fashion, but I mean, you know, I just, usually I'm a, in a great mood and I like to tell funny stories that have happened to me. So that was basically me for the most part, except for the end when I was drinking all day long. I mean, that probably wasn't fun for her, but I wasn't, I'm not like a, an angry drunk,
0: you know? No, you definitely not an angry drunk. that's no. for sure. I
1: mean, I can be every fight, every fight, bar fight I've been in it's been because of Jaeger, So, uh, uh, I mean, I can apologize. I can do a I I should just uh, do it like an apology tour. So sorry, everybody. Bo McJunkins up next. Number one, after a fan hit Alex Verdugo of the Red Sox with a ball this weekend, athletes should get one freebie to charge into the stands per season. Not really, but fan behavior has gotten out of control. Two, speaking of baseball, I don't mind the shift. Hey, guy making millions, learn to hit the other way. And three, excessive media coverage trying to over over overpromote him as as a star will ruin Shohei Otani, similar to Tim Tebow. He deserves coverage, but the All-Star game was
0: overdoing it. Look, a couple things. One, he there was a little bit of this backlash of the All Star game after the Stephen A comments, so they were trying to everything was pro Shohei Otani. He's also doing something that nobody's ever done in our lifetimes. Like he's a he's not, you know, he's doing something pretty amazing. Yeah, he's hitting five hundred foot rockets. I don't think
1: it's similar to Tim Tebow. I mean, do you no. remember a time where Tim Tebow kinda of wowed you? I'm he, he, he was a great athlete, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't even good at the
0: position he played.
1: But Otani is just
0: yeah, I, don't, I, I can I,
1: understand being sick of the media hype, but
0: I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that entirely. The shift, I'm with you. Like, I, I, I kind of hope they ban the shift, but I'm also looking at it like you. You see these guys who are up there, and you're like, just take the bat and point it in that direction and make contact. Like, there's nobody on that side of the infield. How come you can't? Like, if you're that inept at hitting a ball the opposite way, what the hell are you doing in the major league? Like, it shouldn't be that hard. I, 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 mean,
1: I don't know. I, Have you seen some of these fielding plays the past, over the weekend with the Mets and,
0: I mean, hell, I'm, even the Tigers were kind I'm of talking about hitting.
1: I understand. I'm talking about fielding.
0: Well, how do we make that transition?
1: I'm just saying because you, you're saying guys can hit the opposite way. It should be yeah. easy. I'm saying fielding should be easy.
0: Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, I know this. If I was managing a baseball team and a team put the shift on, I would expect you to hit 500 against the shift until they got rid of it. And why don't we take these
1: fans, you know, like when, uh, what was that, El Chapo was, was captured. They took him in front of all the media, like by, the, by his like, neck of his shirt and held him in front of the media to everybody take pictures of him and embarrass him. Why don't we do that at the end of the game? Luke Hunter up next. Number one, while I have been enjoying my Sky Mint products, I've realized the Tigers have a solid base. An outfield of Badu, Hill, and Green would be exciting and throw in Torkelson and Dingler. And it has the potential to be a great lineup. Two, you can't go wrong betting on golf or Formula One. Yes, you can. Three, <laughs> soccer is boring unless it involves the national teams.
0: You would still find it boring. I got, yeah. I got a little upset on Twitter yesterday because Fox is making a big deal of a game where the U.S. was not playing its key guys and neither was Canada, and so... What the hell are we doing here? I mean, don't if it's a spring training game, just call it that, Uh, and let's not even if it's the Gold Cup. If nobody cares about it, then quit trying to make it a big deal. That was pissing me off a little bit. I'm sure Fox paid a great deal for that um, Gold Cup, but I'm sure that the kind of screwed up international schedule based on uh, COVID didn't help the the rosters. But don't lie to us in terms of your enthusiasm and tone. Your tone should be that of a an exhibition game. Um, Have you ever bet Formula One? No, I wouldn't know. I don't, the think, I've, do.
1: I don't think I've ever watched uh, a Formula One race,
0: but I think I would go with Lewis. I know Lewis Hamilton. So you would bet him. I guess. So yeah. Right. The Tor- I'm looking forward to Torkelson getting up to the big leagues. I, I, I would. I am looking forward to that day. I would say Riley Green for me. Yeah. Since I have ninety four thousand of his and, rookie cards. and Green is probably going to arrive first. Um, but both those guys. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the thing. When you say add two pieces to the Tigers. You're, you're not talking about them. You're talking about maybe those guys are in next year's Major League roster as young players, plus you've added a couple of big bats, and there are a couple of guys on this team this year. Like, Robbie Grossman, to me, is a guy, he's the anti-Omar Infante. I look at Robbie Grossman's average, and he's batting like 260. And yet every time I see him, or every time I bet against him, he gets a hit. He gets a home run. He gets a big – he's great. There, Omar Infante batted 260, and I never saw a hit once. It's like Nico Goodrum, somehow batting over 200. I don't think I've ever seen a hit. And somehow these averages aren't that – like Nico Goodrum and Robbie, Robbie Grossman should have averages that are like 500 points apart, and somehow they don't.
1: And speaking of Skyman and Tigers baseball, when uh, Haas got hit in the head, you remember – did you see that that when he hit the helmet? Now I'm skyminted up, so I'm like, I'm like, is this really happening? I've never seen it in my life. Hit the top of his helmet and bounced over where we were sitting, over the net. I was like, holy shit, did that really just happen? Have you ever seen that?
0: I have not. No. I didn't see it either yesterday. It yeah. was
1: crazy. Yeah, they had to take him out of the game. Uh, David Jackson up next. Number one, I love the word Can't I Leverd. Leverd? I read novels in history my whole life, but I was still unaware of that word until I enrolled at Michigan State. What a great word. <laughs> Two, Zach Short will start for Detroit on opening day 2022. Yeah. Three, Iserman protected Giovanni Smith from the expansion draft. He had reasons to do this, so Blashill quit being a dick and play the man.
0: I, here's the thing. I'm sure he, Eisenman can say to Blashill, hey, we really need to, you know, I mean, Blaschel's the coach, but Eisenman has some some influence, right? A little pull. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. If Zach Short starting at shortstop for the Tigers on opening day 2022, people are going to be upset. Yeah. because so that means they, they didn't go after any free agents. They didn't get somebody. Career. Correct. Unless, unless in these next Hooray. two months he goes and just – it becomes a player he has not been because I, I don't get me wrong. I root for Zach Short. His parents are always at the games. And they show his mom, and you're like, ah, oh, come on. And then he'll he'll have an error, and you're like, damn it. But I there's a little bit there's enough of a sample size to kind of think he's not going to be the dude. Uh, he's shown enough. I think he can be a major league utility guy who's on your roster and comes in and has a game or two and can fill in at a couple of positions. That's fine. I'm just saying that is a take
1: completely influenced by the fact that you see his parents every game. Absolutely right. You don't
0: believe that. I don't know that I do. I just see his parents, and I root for him. Right. I get it.
1: Dark Mantonio up next. Number one, I don't gamble much at all, but I really, really want to bet the over for the MSU football win total this upcoming year. However, I had to to temper that urge because I can never, ever root for a Michigan State victory in any sport for any reason. Two, I know police were lax in pulling over drivers with expired tags during the pandemic, but forget expired tags. For over a year now, I'm seeing numerous cars daily without recently purchased stickers or even a damn license plate. What the hell is up with that? I'm with you. Three, Graham, you know the biggest reason listeners love Twitter Question Friday is to get you to answer a question. Then sooner or later when your answer uh, inevitably goes wrong, we can be here to mock and call you out for it. It's just so much fun.
0: Appreciate you. (laughs) People write in funny words and long words to get me to sound like an idiot. Yeah, it does. It does tend to happen. I'm with you on. There was a car just yesterday. I was like, "How is there no license plate? How does nobody care about this?" Yeah, if you go down
1: Cedar, if you're on 127, yeah. you'll see cars without license plate. Like, what is that now? It's all of a sudden. Like, is it
0: because they can't get into the Secretary of State's office or something? I don't know what's going on. The we- dirty. The weird thing is with a non-license plate car, and I've seen a lot of these too. It's I get that you're not going to pull somebody over for tags. I think that is a thing we should not create confrontation with police for. It's easy enough. You have the person's license plate. Write them up. Send them a ticket. Right? It's not. It's not. There's no need to have an actual. I'm fighting that. Well, where did you see me? What are you talking about? <laughs> they show you the red light camera. That's <laughs> happened to me before. I'm like, oh, well, that is that is video of me. Um,
1: As someone that that's been pulled over for that many of plenty of times, I agree with you. They shouldn't pull you over. But if
0: you don't have a license plate, they kind of have to pull you over because there's no way to track you otherwise. Yes. like you're kind of asking for it. Like, you but if you're have- doing something illegal, are you really riding without a license plate? It seems dumb, doesn't it? Right.
1: I can understand if you just committed a murder or something, you might want to throw the license plate. I don't know. Maybe not
0: even then. Why would you not want a license plate? I don't get it. Uh, Ken Chu. Oh, by the way, real quick on this. My advice to you on the win total being the over the four and a half, because he sees the logic too, is that's the beauty of it though. So even if you don't like Michigan State, if you take them over four and a half, you, you don't. You can get into a certain game where you don't have to root for them. Like when you bet somebody in a given week, you are stuck that week rooting for them. The beauty of a season win total is if you you know, you decide I can't do it. That's got to be a substantial amount of money though cuz it's not a good feeling.
1: If you're not a Michigan State, if he's I don't know if Dark Antonio is a Michigan fan, but is, I would Yeah, there's no way I fade that bet. Unless I was, you know, I stood to win a couple thousand, then maybe. But you don't want to root for Michigan State. Right? You've been in that situation
0: before, gambling, where it's just it's not fun. Like, betting against the Tigers sometimes. No, and it, yeah, no, th- there are points now against the Tigers, and every once in a while you'll take against them because it looks like a f- matchup that you should take, like Jose Urania's pitching, right? Like, oh, we should, God. should bet against this guy. And then the Tigers wind up winning, and you're pissed off, and you're like, this sucks. Now the Tigers are actually winning. I should be enjoying this. And all of a sudden, I hate Matt Shepard's voice because everything he says is just really positive about the Tigers. And I'm like, screw you. They're winning. I bet against the other Dude, way. That happened with the British Open. Paul Azinger, I wanted to jump through
1: the TV and punch him in his face because he was rooting for, like, every other golfer that I didn't have. <laughs> Shut up, Azinger. Uh, Ken Chu up next. Number one, Caten Hauser likes fishing, so he's okay in my book. Two, really thought the Bucks were toast after that first quarter. What a turnaround. And three, wow, what a final day performance by Taku Ito.
0: I don't even know who Taku Ito Ta- is. Taku,
1: Taku Ito. This
0: is a Google search for me. Hold live, I, got the, I got the, the music yeah. for you. Oh, it's uh, Bassmaster. Japan's Takuito claims the Bassmaster class. I used to cover a lot of Bassmaster stuff. Um, so then how did you uh, not know Takuito? Well, I haven't done it in a while. Oh, um, that seems just like that him. would
1: be a legend or something that
0: you would have known. Well, no, Kevin Bass Van Dam was from Kalamazoo, by the way, where I used to live. Mm. And I used to do a lot of stuff with him, a lot of features, a lot of his, his brother. Was Rob owned, Van Dam. No, his brother owned one of the um, you know, big outdoor stores in town, and yeah, so I, I spent a lot of time early on. I used to, I was the editor of the outdoors section, because oh my, my boss didn't want me to do a lot, and that was a disaster. I love fishing, but how do you cover it? Well, um, I, I didn't actually cover the Bassmasters. I would do features on him right after it, or before it, and we used to do all sorts. I mean, there are people who write about it really well. Bob Gwiz wrote about it for Booth and Gannett and different people forever, um, and, and people will remember that name if, if you've been in this state, and- you, Yeah, you just, I mean, you cover anything. You can write about anything. We used to, I used to do an outdoor novice column where a buddy and I would do something we didn't do well. We'd go fishing or we'd do extreme mountain biking. That was the best one because we both got really jacked up and I got hurt twice and my seat got elevated. So it was riding right up into my uh, rectum and it was painful and uh, never rode that bike again. Um, time stamping that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we did what else did we do? We did a couple. We did a couple Basketball? others. Oh, no, we did a five k where we didn't train and then ran a five k and wrote Jeez. about it. It was it was fantastic. Um, so, um, yeah, that was when I was the outdoors editor there. But anyway, so yeah, I should know the Bassmaster.
1: But are like like fish stories, like catching a fish, are they like gambling stories? Do people really? care? People like them.
0: Yeah, outdoors people like them. Oh, but you right. screw something up in the outdoors section, you, you you absolutely heard about it. Um, and and Ken Chu is apparently a fisherman. He, that's, Kaiten Hauser likes fishing, so he's good in my book. So you guys rode a mountain bike without a seat? No, no. Here's what happened: we each had our own mountain bikes. We were at the, uh, uh, the uh, Battle Creek. What's the uh, the name of the military inst- installation? Oh fuck, fuck me! Give me uh, give me the stuff again. Sorry.
2: Thanks for your patience. We won't be long now.
0: It's um, Fort Custer. Jesus, we're dropping mfers now. And and so we, we went we went riding and we were supposed to stay on the medium trails. The thing, if you've ever ridden Fort Custer, they're not well marked. We wind up on the very difficult trails, and we were doing okay for a little bit. The problem, eventually, I just went down in this heap of shrieking metal and screaming and 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 um, and then what happens is you lose your confidence. Once you lose your confidence, extreme mountain biking, you're screwed because you know you're you're doing stuff and you got to be confident. And the next time my handlebar hit the side of a tree, that was a two trees and there wasn't a lot of space between them and I fell again and then eventually my buddy Wes fell too and we thought about abandoning our bikes we we came to a clearing with a little beach we were like a half mile from a, a public beach over there we thought about just swimming for it and so we stripped stripped down and we hung out for a little bit just hanging out on the beach and then we decided we'd try and go a little bit further and 100 yards away there was a road we didn't know about we so let me get this straight yeah two friends
1: sit in the same seats the same row at a Tigers game Two hours apart on different apps. Didn't he talk about it? That story's ass, but that story right there?
0: I told it poorly. Uh, I lost my confidence in it for some reason. Um, but it's a good story. Anybody else would tell it better. And it is a story presented uh, uh, presented by Midtown. A story worth telling, I should say. Presented by our friends at Midtown Brewing Company, 402 South Washington. Again, on Mondays, 20% off your tab. Uh, outstanding beer selection. Great eclectic menu. They have something for everybody. Uh, Great brunches on the weekends, too. Good place to watch a game. Just a great vibe. Good place to chill, have a beer, have a meal with a friend, family. Um, Midtown Brewing Company. Look them up on Facebook for their their menu.
1: PZ up next. Number one, other NBA players are really weird about giving Giannis any credit. Feels like guys are always underplaying what he does. Two, I don't get the uh, CP3 love fest. He's been a pretty dirty player throughout his career, not to mention the flopping and whining. And three, bikers and scooter riders in Grand Rapids. There is a bike lane on pretty much every street. You do not need to stay on your left. Just get off the damn sidewalk when people are walking downtown.
0: What I love about these hot takes is we are now getting to the point where almost everybody has like something that's pissing them Honestly, off. Honestly,
1: I would take three of those takes. Yeah. Like, what is chapping your
0: ass? Maybe that's a special day. What is chapping your ass? It's All right, special- Wednesday. Wednesday Let's try ch- it out Wednesday. Wednesday, what is chapping your ass? Well, they're using them now though. You can't, you know. Well, find some other. There has to be other stuff that's chapping your ass. What is chapping your ass? I, I, I like it. It's a great. Uh, it's a great segment. It's a. It's a great segment. Well, uh, what? We'll, we'll
1: our players. Why are players? I don't know what players are get getting weird about giving Giannis any credit. Is it the free throw thing? I mean, do, you, would you trust Giannis? if are if your team's down 3 and you have Giannis? Yeah, and he may not be to one to win the, the game for you. He I may, don't
0: know. He may not be one of the best 5 players in the NBA. I don't know if he is or not, but he's certainly one of the most dominant five. In other words, there are very few players physically in the NBA who can take over the way he can because you just can't deal with him. You know what I mean? Like that he is um but he Drew should get tons of Chris Middleton should get credit too. Absolutely. They should, they should get some credit. The CP3 love fest, I think it's because uh, you know, he's an older player who's got his best chance finally at winning one. I think people do feel bad for what happened to him in Houston with the hamstring when they were about to beat the Warriors or when he he was going to be traded to the Lakers and he got Stern, screwed there nicks that. And I, and I think the other thing people love about him is that he was went to Oklahoma City. Their plan there was to not play him that much to rest him to, to keep his trade value up and he basically said screw it. Not, I'm going to and he elevated that team to be a team that almost won a playoff series and they had nobody else on that team. So like He's a I don't know, I I think he's a he's a pretty good competitor, fierce competitor, and and people respect that.
1: Graham Carpenter up next. And one, Mark D'Antonio looks great after football. Saw him at the Sadler event. Two, Grand Rapids is better than Lansing, hands down, beer USA. Three, West Michigan is elite with the access to big uh big drink while the center state has Lake Lansing. Four, MSU will be selling Sky Mint this year.
0: Would be awesome if Sky Mint and msu uh Let's start with beer. Yes. Um so I'm not going to knock you out. I love West Michigan. I think it's way better than the Metro Detroit. That's just my own personal opinion. Um, I, I you know, I love Lansing, so I'm not going to give you that on Grand Rapids. And I would like the philanthropy in Grand Rapids to, uh, to mimic Kalamazoo and pay for all public education, uh, to go to uh, uh, public school kids to go to college free. They, they have the old money. They're one of the few places that does. I'd like to see them do it. Uh, but yeah, you're next to the lake. It's a great time. Grand Rapids has done great things, smart things for itself. Um, I'm not. I'm, I, I cannot argue with that. And uh, Lansing has Lake Lansing, which is not would not be a top ten lake in this country. Let's just put it that way. Wednesday show debatable. Two segments. Mister Ben Jen.
1: Number one boxing should die. Big four belt unification bout on Saturday and ended in a split decision draw. I wish I had a sister to kiss instead. Really. Two, with all the injuries this NBA postseason due to the compressed schedule, it makes no sense for guys in the finals to rush off and play in the Olympics. Plus, nobody cares if USA, USA wins gold or not. Hashtag not into this. Three, watched Airplane this weekend while on skymint. A, hilarious. B, miss completely irru- uh, irrelevant, gratuitous, topless scenes in movies. And C,
0: nobody under 40 would think it's funny. Airplane's a great movie. It's a great sla- It's a great slapstick. Funny one-liner type movie, and it's it's absurd, but it's funny in that way. It's not canceled. It no, it's certain age, you know, and and I do wonder if people of a certain age would like it. It's probably great with Skyman number one, and there aren't that there aren't as many gratuitous topless scenes. You don't see it as much anymore. We just have a woman come out topless in a scene like in in, yeah, it's full penetration now. It's great. What are you talking about? Not not a regular movie. That's not what time. Like, that's not what like oh. on Netflix most nights. Oh, right, right. So Are I'm, you watching Full Penetration on Netflix? If they had it, I would. Spartan Johnny
1: up next. Number one, A.J. Hoggart's hair is past the awkward stage and is officially completely awesome. Great commitment, A.J. I'm expecting big things in season two. Good hair breeds confidence. Two, Jason, just remember from here forward, Louie, 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 Nick's going to cry. I made some money. Three, hot take in question form. What would the percentage of vaccinated people be if the government issued one more stimulus check, but only to those folks who had been, who had been vaccinated? Would 2500 bucks do it? And four, bonus take, MSU's first play from scrimmage this season is the jet sweep. Camera flashes to Coach Tucker, who's strangely looking into the camera. He flashes a wink and pointed guns gesture. An irritated crowd breathes a sigh of relief as play two is a bomb to read for a, t- a touchdown.
0: D'Antonio will always be known for the jet sweep, or Dave Warner, whoever was running it. Um, the, uh, the the This was actually an interesting point, though, with ways to encourage people to get vaccinated, the stimulus check, because they have the lottery thing, and it's not really working right now. But if you're talking to everybody, and everybody a got a stimulus check, I think a thousand. a thousand would do it. Because all you're looking to do is, uh, you know, there are people you're not going to convince, or there are people who are, legitimate or i won't say legitimately but they're seriously concerned for themselves for whatever reason and or whatever i mean that's that that's their right it's the people who are just doing it out of political spite and for no good reason and that would be quickly swayed by a thousand bucks and so uh, it's too bad they didn't do that. That, that that's actually not a bad idea Kenneth
1: Roberts up next. Number one, Jared Goff will surprise some Lions fans, showing some glimmers of hope to bringing the Lions to a non-winless season. And two, going to your local free fair is just about the same equivalent as going to Walmart. Let's just say big melting pot seems to be a bit tainted. Three, watermelon grape-flavored food and drinks are the worst. Might as well add battery acid and dye pink or purple.
0: What's your take on watermelon I- grape-flavored food and drinks?
1: Well, usually they're uh, loaded with sugar, so I try
0: to abstain. But I think
1: grape was always delicious, right?
0: I did not eat watermelon for a lot of years. Did not like watermelon because I had a weird experience as a kid where another kid. So I was like nine. Does this involve a bike seat again? No. I was like nine, and we're at a house in Grand Haven. And a friend's daughter is like two or three. And she comes in buck naked, little, you know, toddler. Just covered in watermelon juice that she's been eating from a watermelon, and the meat was the most disgusting thing ever. It turned me off watermelon. Like I remember looking at it, like that is that is gross. I'm not eating watermelon. So what you're saying is, every time you saw a watermelon, you thought of a naked child, a naked child running at me covered in watermelon.
1: Yeah, it was great. Couch. Yeah, it was was (laughs) show after show, just incriminating yourself.
0: (laughs) It's not great. So I, I went like ten, story, not worth telling. I went, to, <laughs> don't tell it ever again. <laughs> stick with your hack jokes. All right, hack jokes reminder. but that is a story not worth telling. Presented by our friends. <laughs> <laughs> in don't, even say it's sponsor, don't say it. Don't say uh, it. Four hundred two South <laughs> <laughs> South Washington Avenue, and tonight again twenty percent off on Mondays. Uh, and when it's full price, it's worth being there. It's a great place to relax, have a beer, have a meal, and they have an outdoor covered patio. So no matter what the weather is. Uh, you can enjoy being outdoors as well.
1: That is the worst case scenario, though. The, his number one, if Jared Goff comes in and makes this team somehow a playoff team, so basically Lions fans, we're getting screwed again. If you're a Stafford lover, right? If Goff takes the Lions to the Super Bowl, Stafford who? So now we you have to, have to root, root against Jared Goff. I hate this team. Why? Why? Why do you want that? You don't because you want- I don't want Jared Goff. I don't want Stafford to leave and Goff to co- take this team to the playoffs.
0: What if Stafford takes the other takes the Rams to the Super Bowl? Still, it won't matter. Oh, bet- he, oh,
1: he had to leave. He had to leave Detroit, and Jared Goff came here first season and did it.
0: It would make both coaching staffs look like morons if both quarterbacks are successful. Well, yeah, I guess
1: Just sucks. Uh, spawn of Stout sponsors one every Graham Stout tennis story not worth telling should ref- reference his Sexton tennis yearbook nickname, the Terminator. This hashtag hot take brought to you by Lansing Public Service. If you are dropping a Terminator after a stout beer and a Charizo burger, our sewers have you covered. <laughs> Was that really your nickname?
0: I don't believe so. Okay.
1: Two, Kato, Kalen, Caitlin, Joey Hauser, Howard, or whatever, could be the elite quarterback everyone dreams of, but without an offensive line, it doesn't matter. Brought to you by our friends at Sky Mint Premium Can- Cannabis, just in time for another fall of being kicked around in the trenches. Uh, what does that say? Ck out the fuck line of edibles. Check out. Sorry, he said check. Ck. Oh, sorry. Check out the line of fucking edibles or something. Okay. Three went to the front 43 for the first time the other day. Strong operation, great menu, and terrific staff. They deserve better than couch and the rube <laughs> listeners, but I appreciate you.
0: They deserve exactly us, and they're, they're great. They don't deserve good. stout. Tree falls in the forest. I mean, does anybody hear it? Hey, I got to say, you know what you don't see on, front, uh, on Stout Show? Front 43 and and Company. Actually, you might. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They might have doubled up. It's like a 145 spots. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I really actually don't know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Eric Uzanik up next. Number one, Seinfeld was better than Friends. It's not even close. Two, if you don't drink beer, don't ask the volunteer working the beer tent what beer you should drink. Buy one. Don't buy one. I don't care. Three, if the... Sum- in the summer, I have no sports hot takes. Uh, MSU wins four games.
0: They're happy. So f- let, let's go with this number three, though. First of all, Seinfeld, yes, better than friends, right? Easy. yeah. And, um, but number four, so say MSU goes four and eight this year. They don't go over four and a half. Other than people being pissed off that I told them to bet the mortgage on four, over four and a half wins. What is the, and say it's not injury, like obviously there are situations where everything's explainable. You know their top two quarterbacks go down badly early. There's some disastrous. You know there are things, but say it's not that. Say it's just the dudes out there. It's not some injury riddled year. It's not some. They're they're just not very good, and they go four and eight. What will be the mindset about Mel Tucker in the program after that? But what kind of four and eight?
1: Four and eight, where they're not competitive in some games, like the Dantonio last year, where the team didn't even look connected. I could see that be that kind of four and eight. I can understand people being apprehensive of Mel Tucker, but if it's a 4-8 and eight where you win a couple games, and you're close with Michigan, beat Michigan, or close to Ohio State within a touchdown or two, I think 4-8 is okay okay
0: record there. I, I, two things have to, have to happen for people's mood to be okay at 4-8. and eight. And number one, people are going to have to remember that this is really year one, and that was year zero, and it's going to take a couple years. But they're going to have to lose differently. Like, people are really tired of a team that can't score, that defensively is okay. If they score points, but this winds up being the year that the the bottom just falls off the defense, they've got a good enough defensive staff. People will trust them to fix that. And if they're interesting offensively, people can live with that, right? And I think the other thing is in the Michigan game. It's it's how they do against Michigan.
1: All right, Kevin from Rochester Hills up next. Number one, Jordan Spieth is a whiny bitch choke artist. (laughs) Lost some money. Gambling related. Two, Phil Coke gets it or was wasted. Both. Three, Tigers will win the World Series by 2024.
0: That would be amazing. Like, that is a. But here's the thing it's not even a. While that's a hot take because of where the Tigers are now, and most people nationally would laugh because most people nationally don't really probably know shit about the way they're playing. They just know the Tigers have been a joke for five years. This is 2021. So you're talking three more seasons. We're saying if they add two bats and they have a good summer, they ought to be competitive next year. They ought to be above 500. They ought to be in the wild card conversation next year. The White Sox may be a, a bit of a problem next year the division, but that's two years beyond that as these young guys come up as they, get, as they add more pieces. That while obviously it takes a lot of luck and things have to go right, in terms of the Tigers' timeline, there's nothing happening right now to that team that would say there's no way by 2024 they couldn't be a World Series contender. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the timeline of the Houston Astros and the way they built it. They were awful in fourteen by seventeen. They were champs. There should be no rebuilds in baseball, like a five year plan. There should It should not happen. Well, the five year plan is oh, I mean, this is it. Now you, it's like you, you've this off season needs to be the the end of it.
1: And Phil Coke, I think he had a little little uh, Jaeger because I did see him up there and they had him on the video camera the whole yeah. time and he did that one. You know, as a dr- former boozer, I know that, that look and that he did the the shuffle to the side, and I know <laughs> that shuffle. And I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Phil Coke's yeah. having a great-ass time. Uh, Raccoon Graham up next. Number one, this summer was hyped up too much coming off the pandemic. Two, sports betting is going to be atrocious after the finals with nothing to bet on but Major League Baseball and Cornhole. Three, if you drive 70 in the left lane, I hate you.
0: Those are frustrating people. Or 75, even then. Yeah, you should be up at 78. It, it, first of all, don't use the left lane unless you're passing somebody. Let's just start there. Yes, and it says it on the highway. Yeah, it's it's the actual. I, I wish cops would pull people up for that. I would I would I would be good with that. Like, you know, use it as a passing. If lane. you're doing ten under in the left lane, yes, take it. it. Uh, felony. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> banned from all thirty major league <laughs> baseball parks. That's right. Uh, sports betting does get a little bleak for a minute. I like baseball. I don't mind betting baseball, but there's not there's not a lot of other stuff. We're out of the we're out of the majors, you know. There's a little bit of tennis at the end of the next year. You get some preseason football, and again, preseason football, we did it one year and it didn't work. But I have done it before where it's worked, where you take the underdog under a certain price point because it's a total crapshoot. Like you you just. You take all the underdogs that are like plus one fifty or more because nobody has any idea who's going to win or who's going to be playing in the fourth quarter. It's the Graham Stout Bull and over time, right? And over time, you're going to win as many as you lose, and so if the juice is right, you're going to win. So there, there's there's something to to absolutely look forward to. And is summer overhyped. You think I I was wondering
1: why I don't I don't like we, oh finally we get out yeah it's going to be awesome I think it's still we still have time left in the summer I think it's still going to be awesome summer's right? not over yet. yeah yeah. Uh Quivaris Couch. Quivaris Quivaris Couch. New account. New account. Number one, the Detroit media carries so much of Jim Harbaugh's water every preseason, I'd be able to refill the hot tub at Hawaii Spa daily with it.
0: That's his only one.
1: Quivaris couch. What is
0: <laughs> Um Yeah. I They have to though. But it here's what'll get interesting with with Harbaugh. Like so this weekend, the the media day is Thursday and Friday. Michigan goes Thursday, Michigan State Friday. I will be in uh, Indianapolis Fridays. Not sure yet whether we're going to have a Twitter question show. If we do, just put it out there. It'll be like two questions each person max uh, just because it'll only be an hour. Tucker goes right after we would do the show, and I'm not 100% sure whether it makes sense or whether we're going to do it. But, But anyway, Thursday, Harbaugh goes. And there gets to a certain point where, I mean, what they say preseason just is irrelevant, right? you got to kind of prove it on the field, and I think they're probably at that
1: it's point. It's been irrelevant for a while, though. Yeah, For a true. couple seasons, because they hype, overhype whatever quarterback he picks as a Heisman candidate. It's just the same old, same old.
0: Last year was especially bad. but la- And last year, of course, there was a, n- a couple variables where you not only had the quarterback situation, but then you had an opponent who was supposed to be good, people thought, at the beginning, that Michigan blew out, that turned out to be atrocious... And then Michigan was really bad, so we were all wrong quickly. That created—I mean, that created a. Tw- I mean, Michigan played Michigan State as a twenty-five point favorite, and they looked no better than MSU. I mean, not only did they lose, but it wasn't like a fluke loss. They just weren't better than MSU. That you know, in terms of the matchup, and other, I mean, yeah, I, I think that Michigan's got to be at a point if you're writing about Michigan where it it's a show me point. That it really doesn't need to be a single story written about Michigan until September.
1: I mean, we we're, we were talking lifetime contract what two seasons ago. For Harbaugh? Uh, I like would say it was say that. almost a guarantee. I thing. think
0: the last year that they were really impressive was 2016. That was their best team. That was a great team. That was a team that may have made a run if the this, the 12-team college football playoff had been around. Mr. Neurotic Pants up next. Number one, she's sweet and she's
1: sexy, but she really enjoys nitpicking and pushing her man's buttons. Sometimes spouses just want to make each other angry. All
0: right. All right. I hope your wife doesn't listen.
1: Two, there is no peace in the house when rodents vermin... Are present. They must be sent to Mouse Vahala and humanely as possible and post haste. This duty almost always fa- falls to men. Three for the record. I can spell my own name. Operate light machinery and make jokes. Asking why MSU doesn't recruit NFL players. Did you guys really think I was serious? Do I seem that impaired to you? Wait, never mind. Don't answer that. Appreciate Graham Couch. Three on three legend.
0: Good recovery there. Yeah. Um, so a couple things. The first part, people do enjoy pushing each other's buttons sometimes, but the rodents thing how much how often have you had to deal with rodents or vermin in the house all the time? really? yeah, there was a mouse in
1: our the light socket behind the fridge, yo, and Teresa, thought you would have thought she was being murdered. I she was w- screaming so loud <laughs> for
0: good reason.
1: why it was, was it bad it-, it was like dude, it was like the thin as a piece of paper what, it was so it, crazy it was, in a light socket it was wrapped in the around the light side fried to death.
0: So behind
1: the like, how did it you know it was in there? The, the light, well, because we had we were trying to clean out. We were getting a a new fridge, oh, so gotcha, we had to clean gotcha. out the back of the fridge. And all I heard was like a loud scream. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't no a big deal. I don't I
0: don't, I don't deal with this stuff well. I've, and we've had a couple mice. Uh, like for mice uh, are easy, and I I would one try and get them out of the house or what. I hope they left. Um, bats I don't do well. My mom's had a couple bats in the house. She knows that I don't do them well. I. There was a, uh, a rabbit that we have a, a fence with little slots in it, right? You, just, you can almost get through if you're a little rabbit. And this rabbit had somehow gotten stuck and died. And it hadn't been dead that long, but it clearly was just wedged. And I came out mowing the lawn, and I see it. And I go and put a note in the neighborhood Facebook group that I need help. Like, what am I going to – I'm not touching the – just the (laughs) What a group. The texture of a a dead rabbit, I'm not touching that thing. So I put it and said, look, you know, before my wife sees this, anybody – and luckily one of – a friend of my mother's uh, volunteered, her husband, who wasn't even home yet. He'll be over in a little bit. He came over with a big bag. He's a farm guy. He stuck his – put his gloves on, grabbed it, put it in the trash bag, took it away. Um, but I wasn't touching that. I couldn't do that. I Just
1: couldn't grab a pair of gloves and pull it out. By the way, how long does it ever. take
0: a rabbit to die if it gets stuck know. in a I'm fence? A how long work. was it there? Do you guys not look out in your backyard and I, see a rabbit you know, in a fence? It really blended into the shade of the fence, kind of a tan thing going. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was bad but yeah I put a, I immediately put a call for help in the neighborhood Facebook group and said that somebody said this thing ever. come come, come help come Now help. like like rats that
1: are in New York the videos I've seen I would be scared as hell yes, of, those, hell, of are... those but a dead rabbit and stuff like that like mice that are scared of you those those animals don't bother me bats I not scared but you
0: I don't know. like things that fly the, the, the I'm like I'm not scared of mice I don't like them but I, I'll deal with them you can put a trap out I, I'll deal right. with them but I will not yeah in our basement at one point we had a couple mice and I one I got to leave the house I'm not sure what happened to the others, but I put, like, 60 traps all over the house. Because it was the problem was my wife was living in Chicago, so she wasn't home every day. So my idea was I got to catch this fucker before she comes home this weekend. So it doesn't matter how many, because that's not going to go well for me. Back to the rabbit. I just envisioned, like, a Clint Eastwood
1: guy, like, you know, in Gran Torino. Yeah. Hey, honey, uh, there's a guy on our Facebook group that needs help with a dead rabbit. He doesn't want to touch it. Ugh. <sighs> Speaking this comes of, over
0: he calls you a pansy. Speaking of Grant Torino, his, the the woman who plays uh, Sue and that the, yeah. is, the is from Lansing Sexton. She was a junior at Lansing Sexton. Sure I mean, is. When did that. Uh, so that is a story, again, worth telling, presented by our friends at Midtown Brewing Company, 402 South Washington Avenue. Check them out. I guarantee you're going to like this place. Great movie, by the way. It is a great movie.
1: Hans Juergen up next. Number one, Lindy's is picking us last in the Big Ten. 14 out of 14. Two, I Need Vengeance. Three. I already robbed the graves of the editor's deceased loved ones, but that smacks of passive aggressive aggressiveness. Any
0: suggestions? I used to write for Lindy's. I know those people. Okay, and and it's not the writers, by the way, that pick it. You, I mean, you you do the preview, but then it's editors or whoever uh, pick them. I I didn't do. Uh, I think Stephen Brooks wrote the uh, Lindy's uh, MSU preview this year from twenty four seven. Um. Yeah, it's. I don't know that that's the right pick. I don't know, but I don't think you. If you went two and five last year, you're probably not in a position to totally. And you lost to Rutgers, and pre- people probably believe in Shiano. Like, what are you supposed to pick, MSU this year? Like, who is definitely supposed to be below them? I would probably put Illinois until I see more from them. But Illinois, you know, I mean, Illinois people think might be making a move. I don't know. I Maryland, I don't trust Maryland. I would always have Maryland under them, and I would I would have Rutgers until I saw it more often. I'd have Rutgers and Maryland below Michigan State uh, until I saw it differently.
1: Hans with this one. Uh, number one, if Kate and Hauser sucks, I say we all blame Graham. Two, Black Widow is entertaining, but some of Scarlett Johansson's acrobatics while fa- uh, falling through the sky are too unbelievable. Agent Romanov kicks ass, but she has no superpower. Three,
0: my superpower is inane and vulgar tweets. Definitely is. Um, it, I am not anti-Kate and Hauser. I want to say that on record i'm hoping the kid does well um i, I just think that don't he, walk it back now just i'm not walking it. back i'm just saying you're setting up to fail if you think he's gonna be great based on no pedigree more than brian lewerke uh
1: jake hawkins lastly jake hawkins number one uh now that cockburn is coming back to illinois i bet he knows and has heard the izzo soundbite he'll probably uh he, Hell, it probably played into his decision. I'll bet he's making the date when he and the Illini play and the Spartans, uh, and saying to Izzo, it's on, bitch. (laughs) God, I'm so sorry. I read that terribly. Two, got to love the intensity and tenacity of Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Hell of an effort winning Saturday's game, especially
0: the steal that led to the alley-oop to seal the deal. Win it Tuesday at home. What do you want to happen tomorrow night? Do Do you want an NBA champion, or do you want to see a game seven? I would like to see a Game 7, I do too. so I can gamble on it. But
1: I don't know. Does Milwaukee or Phoenix have an NBA title now?
0: I guess. And here's the thing. I, f- I would like to see a town like Milwaukee more than a town like Phoenix get the title. Like, that would be cool. Like, a, a small market versus NBA-wise, you know, mid-market in, in the world. Phoenix has never won
1: an NBA championship. No,
0: but so. Phoenix is all transplants. And, I mean, whos is anybody from Phoenix? Has anybody actually ever been born there? Uh, Harry, Maybe. Other than other than Harry, maybe from Phoenix, I, I mean, I feel like Milwaukee has more real people who are, who are from from Milwaukee. Um, the the, the weird thing about the Kofi Cockburn decision is like Cockburn, you went through all this t- to just announce you're coming back. Like, why is that an announcement? Just say, "Oh, never mind, I'm coming back." Cockburn. I mean, I, I, It was a little strange. And the one thing it does do, though. Is It adds to the hype around Illinois. If he was just always coming back, people would be like, yeah, Illinois could be pretty good. But now they added Kofi Cockburn. Now he's part of the program. Like that's all of a sudden, oh, my goodness. It changes how we look at them. They also got him like he wasn't going to be there. Um, But nonetheless, the way MSU beat him up, I'm sure he will actually look forward to that game and probably has it circled on his calendar. I'm just bummed I can't get a Michigan State Cockburn jersey. You can get an Illinois one. I'm not wearing that shit. Terrible idea, Couch. Appreciate all of your hot takes. Some great stuff, as always, today. Appreciate SkyMint. Go to SkyMint.com for location information. Three in the Greater Lansing area, South Cedar, East Lansing. There's one on on Saginaw, Pennsylvania area. And there's many more throughout the state. You can see those at SkyMint.com. You can also sign up for uh, specials to be emailed to you. Uh, Thanks to Midtown Brewing Company, 402 South Washington Avenue. Try the American Stout if you're there, if you like stout beer. I I think it's absolutely fantastic. Good show, man. Yeah, man. Couch in the roof. enjoy irresistible award-winning handcrafted donuts and local